With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. The Premier responds to Wednesday's news of the UK's decision for the Governor to exercise his emergency powers under the Constitution, saying it was to be expected. The Honourable Alden McLaughlin tells Radio Cayman there is another concern. What is also regrettable as a result of this is that the UK will undoubtedly now decide to retain Section 81 of the Constitution, despite my having gotten them to agree to remove it as part of the pending constitutional changes. I have always argued that it is unwise to encourage and even worse to force the UK, as we have now done, to act on behalf of the Legislative Assembly, as having done so once, they may find it easier to do so again in other circumstances. The Premier says the failure of the Legislative Assembly to do its duty last Wednesday set back efforts at increased autonomy immeasurably. But he did see a positive. I'm grateful, though, that the UK government was open to persuasion to not utilize Section 81 to introduce same-sex marriage, but to put forward the Domestic Partnership Bill for consideration. When enacted as law, this will preserve the institution of marriage as being between a man and a woman whilst protecting the rights of same-sex couples. It will also allow us the best opportunity to avoid the Privy Council putting in place same-sex marriage when they consider the matter next February. In conclusion, the Premier called for an end to the current division among us and encouraged us all to love each other as God has loved us. Local LGBTQIA organization Colors Cayman is pleased with the Governor's announcement that he'll be bringing domestic partnerships into law in Cayman in September but also expressed disappointment that it's coming in a separate but equal format. Colors Cayman welcomes the intention of His Excellency the Governor to utilize Section 81 of the Constitution to put an end to the path of anarchy we've been forced into by the decision of the Legislative Assembly. Last week, when the MLAs rejected the Domestic Partnership Bill put forward by the Premier to comply with the decision of the Court of Appeal of last November. Colors Cayman founder Billy Bryan tells Radio Cayman the organization is looking forward to reviewing the bill in detail when it's published on August 10th. While we remain disappointed that the bill provides a legal framework for domestic partnerships rather than marriage, we should highlight once again that the Court of Appeal made it very clear that there is, contrary to popular belief, no prohibition in the Constitution preventing the legislator to extend marriage to same-sex couples. And as the Premier said last Wednesday in the Legislative Assembly, this would have been the easier route. In addition to securing equality for all, rather than effectively instituting legal segregation in the Cayman Islands. Ms. Bryan says Colors Cayman will continue to pursue the fight for same rights with the same name and is encouraging everyone, particularly the country's LGBTQIA community, to review the bill. All told, Colors Cayman still recognizes the importance of the step announced by the governor, as this will ensure the protection and recognition of a broad range of rights for the LGBTQIA community. And as a result, the Cayman Islands will be the first Commonwealth Caribbean jurisdiction to introduce such protections for same-sex couples. Another 208 COVID-19 test results are in, and once again, all are negative for SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19 disease. It has been several weeks since we've seen a positive, and there are currently no known active cases of COVID-19 in the Cayman Islands. While some of the pressure is off, the National Emergency Operations Center holds a debrief, part of its ongoing efforts, to ensure we are as resilient and prepared as we can be. 
how well did the NAOC structure do during the response to the COVID. We want to look and see whether there's any weaknesses, any strengths to our structure, and you know, really take a good look and develop any operations that we may need to develop. Hazard Management Preparedness and Planning Officer Teresita De Silva tells CIGTV it's also a good time to look at ways to improve operations. She says we aren't entirely out of the woods just yet. There's hurricane season upon us. There's a potential for COVID to be reintroduced back into the Cayman Islands in September. So while there may be issues that were identified in um, the COVID response, we don't want to just brush it underneath the rug. We want to look at it and see how we can improve on it and make sure that if we do have to activate again, all those issues that were brought to light can now be fixed. The NEOC was activated in March and remained active for more than 100 days before standing down as Cayman's COVID-19 suppression level was downgraded to a level two, the final step before an all clear. Cayman Mall Road website owner Sandra Hill is convicted of using an ICT network to harass former political candidate and local businessman Matthew Leslie. After a judge alone trial, Justice Roger Chappell today found Hill guilty of a campaign to harass Mr. Leslie after a podcast calling him a sexual predator. She's due for sentencing in October. While discussing Roadworks and Finance Committee, Planning Minister the Honorable Joey Hugh tells lawmakers appropriate drainage is top of mind. It is much more of a comprehensive strategy than a plan because it's very difficult not knowing what people are going to do with their private properties and to have a plan. But this, these are where it's important that people understand when the CPA and the planning department ask persons to carry out in-depth storm management studies on their properties before developing them. And we know there's additional costs, but these these are the reasons why we encourage that. Effort. Mr. Hughes says anytime a road is built, government ensures that any storm water will be drained properly rather than ending up in people's yards. We have made tremendous progress in maintaining the dikes and also the, the vertical drains program that we have. We've been building many of the new drains as well as upgrading a lot of the um, old drains from the the six inch pipe to the eight or 10 inch and then taking it to 100 feet, which have been very successful in, in many areas. So we continue to work on, on the strategy and we do have the committee that looks at, at these things. The National Roads Authority also has a maintenance program for local drains. But if you notice flooding in your area, you are encouraged to report it to the NRA so they can make sure the drains are clean and that everything is in working order. This is our future that mm-hmm. we're fighting for. It's no one else's. Register to Vote KY's Akina Ebanks is encouraging young people across the Cayman Islands to join them tonight for a voter drive at Lucky Slice Pizza. There are a few documents you should bring along to help speed up the process. They're asking for a completed registration form. If you're a Caymanian, they're asking for your birth certificate and your Caymanian parent birth certificate, and then just a photo ID so you know your passport or your driver's license. Co-organizer Ashley Ebanks is reminding potential voters that you don't have to be 18 to register. You just need to be 18 before Election Day in May 2021. You make the ultimate decision to decide who's going to be in those positions of power to make choices for you and your families and your family's families, you know. So I think that that's what it is. We need to talk about it more and get younger people to, you know, engage in it. The event is underway now through 9 p.m. on the upstairs terrace of Bayshore Mall on the waterfront in Georgetown. 
Time for sports now with Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin. They say it's a socially distant way to compete this summer. The Cayman Tennis Club is calling on all junior tennis players to sign up for the Junior Tennis Singles Ladder next week. Tennis pro at the Cayman Tennis Club, Yana Koroleva, says matches will be organized by the players and will be recorded for the Universal Tennis Rating Ranking. That is a challenge ladder, so that will be organized by ages and levels. So you pretty much are going to have a list of kids that are signed up and they are arranging their own matches with our help, of course. And I will have the set-up admin stuff for them. And so they will just basically come in and play their match with the opponent that they're scheduled for that week. They will then report the scores and uh, record that for us. And then that will be also recorded into the UTR system, which is new. So that is the universal tennis ranking that's used everywhere in the world right now. So the kids and adults actually will be able to get into that, which is pretty cool. All right, you said they. Can you tell me who exactly will be competing in this tournament, age group? Etc. So right now we are at basically anywhere under 10. So we have categories of under 10, under 12, under 14, and under 6. The tournament starts on Monday next week. Yes. Have you had anyone sign up yet? How's the interest yes. looking? Um, the entries are looking very good. I think that there's already people signed up for each category. So I think that we're definitely going to be at capacity for the signups by the end of the week. The tournament begins August 10th through the 19th. Close to 20 young boys and girls hit the court for the first time in four months for the 24-hour, two-weeks life skills basketball camp hosted by In Between Dreams. It's the first basketball camp organized since the Cayman Islands government eased COVID-19 restrictions for contact sports. Players in the 12 to 17 age group gathered at Surface Paradise in South Sound for the Gut Skills Camp, where they learned everything from day-to-day life skills to fundamental basketball drills. Organizer of the camp is National women's coach Corey McGee. The interesting thing is that the boys, once they finished the camp, they were in communication with a lot of the other girls. So the way that they communicated the information about the camp, the girls were kind of intimidated because of the work ethic that I had to extract from the boys. So they kind of got the girls a little bit scared. But I was able to change up the dynamics, of course, and make it something that the the work ethic was still going to be something that was going to be a staple piece. They just had to understand that. You know what I mean? I couldn't tell them what time I was going to wake them up. I didn't tell them what time I would wake them up in the evening or in the mornings or whatever the case may be. It could be again. 6 a.m., it could be 5 a.m., it could be 11 p.m., it could be midnight. I just didn't know. It just depends on once I got the energy of the girls and was able to kind of like put something together that made sure that everyone got the opportunity to, one, work hard, two, learn some things, three, meet some people, build some confidence, and things of that nature wrapped up into five days. Coach Corey tells Radio Cayman Sports the girls did a lot more than the boys during their one-week stay because there was less numbers. He said the energy, though, was incredible. They actually maximized being in that house, being in a space like that a lot better than the boys. They managed their time a lot differently than the boys in terms of what their downtime was versus what the boys' downtime was. It was totally different dynamics. So the girls were into Uno all the time. They played Connect Four or they went outside and got some shots up or they did a lot of swimming. You know what I mean? They did various different things. Whereas the boys, you know, they were trying to get to their phones. If I let them, they were trying to find a video game. Because the boys' week, it was all rain. The girls were fortunate enough to have just fantastic weather. So either way, you know, the boys, I wouldn't allow them to make any excuses because of the rain. You know what I mean? We still had to push forward and still do some different things, whether it was training in the rain or running on the beach or just doing whatever we had to do or going to Windsor Park at midnight or going to Cox Court first thing in the morning. Whatever we had to do to get those boys on the court, I was going to do that. The In Between Dreams Got Skills Basketball Camp is a program created 
created to develop basketball skills, mentally competitive instinct, and character. The camp utilizes different techniques to help athletes grow mentally and physically. And the coronavirus pandemic took its toll on every industry, the fitness industry included. As cases level out in some places and decline in others, yet still rise elsewhere, gym and studio owners ponder the pros and cons of reopening their doors to members. World Gym owner Samuel Young gives guidance for the reopening of his sports facility, which includes rules on cleaning regimes, social distancing, and how to ensure staff and client safety. So we have a layout from the entrance that laps all the way through the facility with foot traffic moving in one direction. And that way there's no interactions going head on as people cross each other. Our equipment is spread out according to CDC guidelines, all six feet apart. Our cleaning protocols at World Gym include all hospital grade products across the board, all EPA approved. We've also implemented the electrostatic spray, which goes everywhere in the gym, in the AC vents, it's hospital grade, it's harmless and highly effective. So welcome to the outdoor area. We have everything six feet apart. As you come up off the rack and you step back, your head position at all times, which is what this tag is for, is to indicate where your head should be. At that point, we have measured six feet away from you. You can feel safe here. Our staff, every day, every shift, temperatures are taken and logged. Staff wear face masks, shields, and gloves. World Gym has employed a cleaning company simply to clean every bit of the gym, every single moment of operation. It takes reasonableness, but we have provided the optics for our members to use as metrics when we're practicing social distancing. That's the owner of World Gym there, Samuel Young. That's it for sports for this evening. I'm Dion Anglin. April, back to you. Thank you, Dion. Hurricane season is a nerve-wracking time of year. You stock up on non-perishables, water, first aid supplies, and shelter. But if you have pets, especially dogs, what do you do? What we have is a, a very secure, uh, solid concrete building, no windows. We have over 32 suites. We will always have staff um, working um, around the clock whenever there's a dog in, in the facility, which is something we do now. And then we offer 40% uh, off for the second dog if they share the same suite. So some people have more than one. Prentice Panton is co-founder of Canine Resort and Spa, and he says the facility is your best bet in ensuring your pup's safety throughout the storm. Well, we have a one-week package, which will include seven days worth of a boarding overnight and uh, exit grooming upon leaving. Of course, you can buy additional days going forward. It depends on the length of the storm. We have cameras in the facility that, that they, they can log in on and see for if, if we have power, of course. So, so our, our staff will come here to shelter the storm along with the dog. Mr. Panton urges owners to prepare early and get pets pre-registered. Visit canineresort.com or you can find out more by calling 769-3647 to learn all the requirements your dog must meet to be eligible for boarding. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's Newsroom. I'm April Cummings.